To ND Fan Radio on One Foot Down, the One Foot Down podcast. Welcome back, baby. 10 and 0, Irish fighting. Double digit wins. Double digit wins. No digit losses. That's right, baby. 10 and 0. Bleed at. I'm okay to go, man. I'm okay to go. <laughs> Ten, you know, it's so funny. We talked about how um, Pab's still a little sick. Sounds good. I was going to say. It sounds you're, good, you're doesn't a, it? Slightly more. Not well, last week, I was like a sniveling. Were, yeah, nasally. Last, well, actually. Yeah, last week, it was like the snot bucket, you know. But this week, I feel like it's just pleasantly like one octave lower, you know. So this week is. Swing low. This, is the, this week's for the ladies, apparently, because the voice is prime, prime octave. Um, You know, it's funny. We it's almost like this is routine, right? Like you're just, oh, okay, Notre Dame wins. Okay, we got to do the podcast. And it's like, I, I, I can't. <laughs> That's what it is too. I was like, we're we do sitting the, here, we got to do the like podcast your, tonight. I, mean, I got like to go back to Texas. We Let's just do it tonight. I know. And it's like, you're counting the days. I think the, rank, until, the rankings came out tonight. They, they came out earlier. So okay. nothing changed in the top four. Um, but it's so funny. Like I've never sat here tapping my foot in mid-November, like just waiting for the season to be over. In a good way yeah. to see, or you know, arguably a good way to see how it all kind of ends. Usually, you're you're like just get it over with because we have six losses. This must be what it's like to be an Alabama fan. Bored out of your mind. It's drubbing power five it's opponents. Just like uh, expected. You know what? We should probably run the table against some okay but not great competition. Yeah, and and then just hang back and and just drink scotch and live life and be cool and it's bizarre and just read the paper you know and garden or or do you know do something and then if you know if you lose to auburn or georgia or something major happens then you then you riot but but that's i I, it's it's weird it's a weird sensation isn't it well yeah you get to the end of the game even the night game you get to the end and you're like I'm sober. I'm emotionally fine. Do you remember? I'm calm. I didn't break anything. Like, there's no shattered glass to clean. Do you remember what to do? Probably like three weeks ago, I was like, whenever I can see that this game is over... I, on Twitter at Irish Tightness on Twitter, you will announce. Yeah, the, I'll just say like whenever I see it, it's over. I'll, I'll just say, hey, you know that this this one's. When'd done. you do this one? Friday. Uh, forty-one seconds into the game. Mm-hmm. Forty-one seconds into the game. Uh, was it Nick Coleman who had the pick? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. They took it down to the whatever the ten. I was like, it's over. Yeah. These guys are not mentally tough. Taggart has no credibility built up with them. They've got no mojo. They've got no confidence. It's cold. 
you know, it's over. It's 41 seconds of the game. It's done. You know, and it's funny. They talk about the age of the players. It's it's kind of interesting. I mean, these guys probably don't really have even the seething hatred for Notre Dame. I mean, they go up there. It's cold. Their season is already shot and in the can. And it's kind of like they don't care. I mean, you can you can watch all the 30 for 30s you want and you can go on to historical YouTube. These guys don't they don't care about it. You know, I'm sure Notre Dame fans were kind of reveling in the fact that this was Florida State, which was a relatively hated I, opponent. But, I mean, this is not that's not who was on the other side of the field. No. What was that Florida State that I, you love to hate, I right? looked at buying tickets to this game a while back. This is um, the one game I did want to go to before the season. Yeah, no, probably like three weeks ago or something, I was looking at tickets for this game, mainly because I, I had said, well, look, if Notre Dame's top 10 in November, when it matters... I'll actually spend some money. Break the boycott. And I, I, I bid on some tickets on, on eBay. There's some really good seats. And I, did, bank. and I didn't win them. And then Saturday, because of the temperature, I think there was, dude, I was like, you could probably drive up there and just buy a pair for, you know, oh, I mean, I'm sure you could have got, I think you could have got them way below face if you would have went up there. Yeah. To, to or the maybe, maybe and some. Because, and because FSU is just so shitty. Well, and I wonder if there's some Florida State fans that kind of did that, that last week dump. Like, oh yeah, I forgot I bought tickets to that game because I thought maybe Willie Taggart would be decent. But, and I thought maybe Florida State would have a shot. But I didn't even think it'd be a game. So it's like, oh, that's not even really going to be. You know how bizarre. I mean, again, we've said it so, so, so many times. Now I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, just in case things get weird in the playoff, I'm starting to regret the fact that I didn't see a Notre Dame game in person this year. This is one of the first years in a while that I didn't go to any games. But then again, I'm like, you know what? If it happens, there, you know, it happens. Do you happens, remember we were I talking about it. like ditching our wives and jumping? I was like, dude, I'll drive. I got a turbo diesel. I get about sixty miles a gallon on the highway. In 2012, I was like, "We're driving. Let's go to Miami. Let, let's figure oh, out." Oh yeah. We, I mean, we were legit about to just like we don't, yeah. need, don't even worry about tickets. I mean, hey, we'll take. No, I did t- the take math. A grand, I was doing math. Take a grand. If you get them, if you get them, if you don't, just watch it in the parking lot. Who cares? But we can get down there in like 17 hours. Uh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. We almost did that, and now it's like, yeah, I didn't really go to a game this year. I mean, they're 10 to no, but. Yeah, well, I think, A, some life situations have changed, and B, this Alabama elephant in the room, truly the elephant in the room, um, it, it's just, it is different. It's it, it, so much different it, than what it was that year. Yeah. Alabama was good. I mean, nobody was shocked that yeah. Alabama was number well, one, but they've done were, it four but, times but people since were then. shocked that Notre Dame was as good as they were. We were, like, just totally enthralled by that, you know, and just in disbelief, like, it's and because of all the previous coaches who have won championships in their third year, and Kelly was in his third year, and Manti, a defensive player, is getting yeah. Heisman talk, and it's like it just had that magical feel to it. Um, where you just again, which is why I end up betting on the game. You're like, it's just destiny. Yeah, they're they're 14 point dogs to Alabama. Did you bet on that game, dude. It was <laughs> magic. It was a magical. That that was back when I believed in unicorns. The only the only rainbows. other place you could lose that much money on magic is probably Disney World, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. magical. Been, on it. Trust me, I, I dropped. Four I got taken my four kids to uh, for, to Disney for <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's different. It's different for Notre Dame. It's surgical. It's, it's surgical Alabama. this year. It's, it's totally it's different. It's surgical this year. But it's also like uh, I think it's not 
there's for me and there's just no expectation of even of playoff playoff success and it's weird to have that off your chest i guess for me as a fan to just like hey i'm not even really gonna be pissed there's what's the point yeah here's what's really ironic about that though and first of all answer this question simple simple yes or no is this team better than the 2012 team yeah i think so so I find that really interesting because it's like we're we're much wiser because we saw 2012. We don't get fooled by the magic and and the you know the anti stuff. And it's like this team is better, but why are we so laid back about it? Is it all because Alabama's that good? I mean, at some point you if can't Tua, make them a boogie. I mean, look, look, they won a game 21 to zero. They're not. They're not as uh, it, it's not like who, other who are, you, who are you talking about Alabama babe? didn't they win like 20? yeah yeah they beat LSU and Mississippi State by those by I know, those scores I the know. two, the I'm, two I'm teams just saying, like, had an inkling of a chance to beat them I'm, I guess I'm just saying as a Notre Dame fan like it isn't aren't you a little disappointed that there's nowhere to put the fact that hey I've been through this before I'm not gonna get fooled by what Notre Dame was able to do in 2012 they you, are that much you know better what? but I, I still don't get any. There's no there's no benefit at the end of the rainbow necessarily. No, you know what? I actually I don't know because we're not there yet. But I, to me, it's a foregone conclusion that Notre Dame's going to be in the playoff. I mean, so I've just and we've I've said that for we've said that for five weeks. Yeah. There's no reason at this point after they beat Virginia Tech uh, or Stanford, it was like there there's nobody else that should even contend nobody's got the talent and the teams that do have the talent usc and florida state don't have the coaching well and syracuse only got up into the 12 13 rank like last yeah now look now syracuse is 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 you know i'd be i'd be curious to see how that how that goes i'm actually going to be on an airplane for half of that game so which kind of sucks but um but no i you know this game uh, against Florida State was the most interesting game to me for a while since probably Virginia Tech. Virginia, you know, going to Blacksburg was interesting to me just to see what the vibe was like and would Notre Dame piss on themselves like they did, like they did against Miami in a hostile environment, and whatever. Yeah. After that, you know, Northwestern, Pitt. You know, it's like you know Notre Dame's going to win those games unless Brian Kelly goes full Brian Kelly 1.0. Um, but there's, you know, it, it, there was no reason. And this one was at least interesting to me, if for no other reason than the Wimbush storyline. That's true. The, 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 I was, no, I, I was agree. at least kind of curious to watch this game or, or happy to watch it because I wanted to see Wimbush do well. Well, and look, and here's the thing about, here. here's my take on Wimbush. First of all, hats off to the fact that he flat out was a winner. I mean, he was a winning quarterback. He, the, he, what was his record? What we talked about it was fifteen and three, I think, or, or thirteen and three, something like that. The guy gets pulled with really without making any egregious mistakes. He gets pulled and just politely and quietly, by all accounts, as far as I know, stays on. You know, stays on the team, stays in practice, stays engaged, and comes right back and just he, he does a fine job. Now. The sad thing is he, he's just not Ian Book, and I would take Ian Book in a heartbeat over Brandon Wimbush, and I'm glad that he's back against Syracuse. But how often in today's look at this look at the Clemson story, look at some of these other guys who have played quarterback, especially Notre Dame quarterbacks. They don't either yeah, they break down mentally or they transfer. And they announce they're transferring like the day after There's a long, long list of guys who saw the writing on the wall, some of which you liked, a la Malik Zaire, others that maybe we yeah, didn't like Luke or Zaire we never saw. Until the end of the year. But even that so, I mean look, like, Wimbush could still grad transfer. That's 
true. But I'm just the fact that he's stuck with it. He's still a part of this cool thing that's happening this year. They brought him back in. The fact that he's contributed at the beginning, he's won forty percent of their the games. End. Yeah, and he's looked good now against Michigan. They had a great game against Michigan. A great game against Florida State. Him specifically doesn't. He doesn't have the stats that Book does. But he didn't need to. He didn't need to in this game. And I like the fact that he's been a heavy contributor. It feels a lot cooler than like. It does. Tommy Reese it does. And, and Golson yeah. in 2012. Yeah. And there's so much parallel there. Like the defense is really stout and consistent. We've had to play both quarterbacks. One of them is definitely performing better than the other. But you know what? This team is so much more mature than that team was and so much more polished yeah. than that team was. That team had insane talent, you know. But on the offensive side, it was, it was pretty helter-skelter really in 2012. And that is the difference. This offense is not... They're not world beaters, but they're well, very and balanced. And they look, and they've Dexter looked, they've, is a they've looked, huge they've difference. They've looked kind of sketchy at times. You know who was worried about this game? You know who called me worried about this Florida State game? Who? Cousin JJ. Are you? No, he didn't. Dude, Did he, he really? called me up like, what do you do? As soon as he heard Ian Book was out, he was on the phone with me. Oh, my gosh. Freaking out. And I was like, are you shitting me? I go, we had a 93.9% chance of beating Florida State with Ian Book. We have a 93.8% chance of beating him with Wimbush. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. Well, and that wasn't really the difference maker, and that's kind of what but I he's predicted. Had, no, I mean, he's had some bad you know, history with Wimbush, and that that's fine. Well, let me put it this way. His, if, his Notre Dame stock portfolio is like 90% but uh, if, coach and 10% quarterback, yeah. and he's not invested in any other yeah, but arguments. If, but, if, you know? but if Wimbush was... QB all season. I suspect that this would probably feel a little bit more 2012-ish than it does now. Well, I think that's very fair, and I'm not entirely sure it's unfair to say that maybe they would have lost one. Yeah, you know, yeah. there were a couple games that. But again, you know, the it games was, that listen, got squirrely. Th- this was it, this was cool because Wimbush came in, he won, he had success early. I mean, dude, he threw an absolute. Dime to Alizé Mack yeah. in the back of the end zone, and I put on Twitter at Irish Tightness. I was like, is it just me or does it feel like five seasons worth of potential all just realized itself at the exact same time? I was like, Jesus, Wimbush here throwing to Alizé Mack, guys that I know. four or five star guys who have just been non-existent their whole career, seemingly. And then all of a sudden they're they're hooking up like maybe like <laughs> like they're number one in one A on the Heisman ballot. It was insane. Well, it was just so nice to see that. I agree. And on senior night, no less. I mean, twice didn't he hit Mac for two TDs? I mean, it just what a, what a great. Oh, by the way, Dexter Williams rips off two hundred yards. Dude, Dexter twenty care a very uh, palindromic twenty carries, two TDs, two hundred and two yards for you math nerds out there. That would be that would be a palindromic stat line if you put the TDs before the yardage. Um, you give the guy twenty carries. It's it's like ten yards per. It's just insane and 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 very electric. And the fact that he had a long run now, which was kind of what we crowned Josh Adams with last year, was like, yeah, he may not be the most dynamic guy, but every once in a while he sees the light and he breaks off that sixty yarder. I mean, Dexter has him. Well, that he absolutely has that him. Was did a bl- you see how that many was times? blocking though? I mean, that like oh, nothing yeah, against Dexter. I mean, Dexter's got the breakaway speed, but. But that you know, you can see how important it is, you know, to have someone like Q Nelson. You know, there was a funny, there was a really funny part in this game, probably in the third quarter, I think, where Dexter Williams about four plays in a row, I swear, was one 
like one shoestring yeah. tackle away and you could see him getting up and like slapping the ball and like kind of like oh man i was so close I, it's so bizarre like you in basketball you see when a guy's feeling it right you can watch steph curry yeah. heat up you're watching a running back for crying out loud and he is seeing it he's like getting yeah. into the zone and as as a football running back it's just bizarre like and i'm like give him the ball give him the, and they I did know, against florida great. state no less shouldn't it be dalvin cook running all over notre dame i mean that's yeah. isn't that what you're so used to no that's but you know what that's why you felt like he was about to break it is because they kept giving it to him yeah and that was nice to see man it i mean it takes look, him a few carries i mean to get you know up. notre dame was up 20 32 whatever was well, it? it was 30, 32 to six at halftime at half, you know yeah. so th- that's cool but yeah i mean look 50 rush attempts still only 25 passing attempts i mean 50 rush attempts for 365 yards that's a, that's the definition of priapism in my book you know <laughs> well it goes back to Wimbush, right if notre dame can run 50 times and pop off 365 you really don't need Brandon Wimbush to do that right. much. But here's the That's thing. Right. Well, this was there this were... was very much more of the first seven games of 2017 formula, right? Of sure. Just dominate running. Yes. And there were games when Notre Dame's run got shut down. And if that happened, I'm sorry, game, yeah. as much as I love Wimbush, if yeah. these teams shut the run down, 12 for 25. No, look, I mean, one out of every, you know. Two picks, well, probably yeah, ain't going to do one it. One out of every four passes was a touchdown. Yeah. But no, 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 those are completions. But here's the other thing. Brandon Wimbush, still, right. he still brought almost one out 70 of every, yards. One out of every eight passes was a touchdown, and one out of every 12 passes was a pick. Yeah, no, look, he, he still brought 70 yards on the ground, yeah. which is huge. Yeah, I mean, sure. very logical. I, sure. I think he got sacked once maybe in the game. I can't remember exactly how many times, but, you know, didn't. A couple of the interceptions, a couple of the throws were dangerous, but you know that. You know that coming in. Oh, there were in. several. That could, there, a, were, there were two or three more that could have been picked. he's a 50% picked. completion yeah. guy, and Ian Book is the number one quarterback in the country right. in accuracy. No, and it's so funny. I saw know, some guy you know on Twitter after he that. threw his pick. He's like, pull him. And I was like, dude, the starter's got a broken rib. What the fuck are you yeah, talking about? Who? Pull him. Like, I mean, listen, this, yeah. this isn't like, uh, you know, this isn't some experiment at this point. This is like, we already know Ian Book is QB1. Listen, he's hurt. And I want to see, you know, look, I want to see snaps for PJ as much as the next well, no, person, I do but too. I don't need to see him in that too. game and, and, in the and second that, quarter. And I thought a series before that, I even said, you know, tweeted out, I was like, seems like we should, we should be seeing Phil here. Yeah. Uh, Punk's Tony Phil should be showing his, showing his head up here in the next series. And he didn't, but you know what? If, if Ian book is still even remotely questionable for Syracuse then Hey, I guess maybe you would get, uh, Wimbush, you know, staying in and keep getting reps. Well, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. And I like, if Ian Book's not ready now, to go, if he's not ready to go or if he's kind of dicey, I like Brandon Wimbush coming into now, the game. Now, let me ask you this. I don't have a problem with that. Do you, what's your, what level of confidence would you have that Notre Dame beats Syracuse if you found out right now that Brandon Wimbush was starting the game and Ian Book was unavailable? I, th- I think that I would still be very confident. And the reason I say that is Notre Dame is, is a very balanced offense and again, is long long as Dexter is able to provide what he was able to do on the ground. Now, if you say if Dexter Williams was out, I would feel completely different regardless of who the quarterback was because you've got to be able to run the ball at least at some point. Now, I haven't seen that Syracuse has been able to shut people down on the run. I don't really know if that's their defensive MO, but it would be much more concerning if somebody like Dexter was out. But to your point, I I would be more nervous about it than I was in this game against Florida State. The fact that Book was out didn't really change the you know what I expected 
expected to happen. Would it feel different against Syracuse? I, I, I prefer Ian Book to be there and be healthy. There's no doubt about it. You how, know what I mean? How Brian Kelly is it that on the uh, first down of the, their second position, so they scored a touchdown after the interception, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so the next possession on first down, they got Wimbush launching 40 yards deep. I was like, this is so, that's so BK. You know, and that's, well, <laughs> to be fair, too. Brandon, and he hit was a clay pole. He hit him in the hands. He did. He did. And he has the cannon. Here's the one thing about Brandon Wimbush that makes me nervous. I feel like on every RPO situation, like he calls his own number a lot. And I really feel like when you have Dexter back there, or maybe some I, I, some of his reads. Well, there where was he, one. There was one where he's dying to get his own well, see, carries, there was and one, I get that. No, there was one where he pulled it and and started running, and I think he was trying to, and maybe he, maybe he was running to the left. I, I'm not sure. I got a 50 50 chance on that, I guess. But but he was he was clearly trying to get outside, and the defensive end strung him out, and and I think he got tackled for maybe a loss of a couple yeah. yards, whatever it was. So he he shows the 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 handoff, pulls it, and then starts scampering outside. Now, if that was a true RPO, if there's a pass option out there, it would have been wide ass open. Yeah, that would have been such a nice play. I don't know if there was or not, but but the fact that he pulled it and it was basically an option run at that point, you yeah. know, it was straight to the run. I was like, eh, that ain't gonna work. But again, I mean. But the guy comes but in. But he did have a little bit of success, and 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 it was shortly thereafter is when Dexter breaks his long one. Yeah, exactly. And he wants to participate, and he's able to participate with his legs. Again, almost seventy yards on the ground. Pretty logical running for the most part. There was a few times where I thought it was a little bit greedy. But again, the guy gets four games this year. You know, and he's trying to shove a lot of it in. And on senior night, this and might be start, I mean, yeah, spread, totally. possibly his last time playing at Notre Dame uh, Stadium. There really wasn't a huge problem yeah. with that. So you know, I, I don't think there's much more to be said about Florida state other than the fact that like they suck they they're terrible well taggart's not a good coach he's not a good coach coming in they're terrible I, there was a part of me i have never felt an ounce of sympathy for any player on florida state in my entire life there was a point where francois got drilled and he was limping and i thought this guy is a warrior yeah and i was like i feel so bad for him yeah. he was getting stop the fight a, i know Throw he, the towel. he was getting obliterated and i was just like and they showed the other qb right who with this huge yeah. warming jacket yeah, on black, and uh, blackman yeah it, yeah james blackman so and uh francois out there and he had just been murdered by somebody and he gets up and he's just limping back and i was just like you be walking over i don't you be limping back yeah but i was like there was so many times that i was like this is the team i want to do that to and this is the team yeah. that i want to see that the, 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 thing, the, and the, I was the thing like, is, yeah, they the, had no chance. The, yeah, because there's not even a there had there was just no fight. Again, yeah. like I said, 41 seconds in, go check the tape, timestamp, hashtag, hashtag, it's over, baby. Yeah. Now back just to just to I guess wrap, put a nice little bow on FSU game. Alize Mack, Wimbush, Nick Coleman. I mean, just great to see those guys have some success. Um well, Dexter. I mean, great yeah, to see Dexter yeah. have success. No, I know, but he has. I mean, he yeah, has. Yeah. Some, I mean, some newer faces, right? I mean, those are guys where, look, Julian Love is always going to be awesome. Um, Khalid Kareem is always going to be a menace. I mean, there's just there's a handful of guys that, you know, they've done it all year. Coney, you know, Tranquil, whoever. I mean, you you know what you're getting with those guys. But to see someone like Nick Coleman or Alizé, those guys had basically breakout games. For I, think guys, Gil, I think Gilman had one of his better uh, games, too. Perhaps, but he's had several of them. I guess that my point is the fact that these guys had a breakout game, if you will, when they should have been broken out three years ago. I mean, yeah. it, it, again, it's it, part of it's it, why 
it's remarkable is because their the expectation have been so high for some of these guys. But it was just like it was just such a cool moment to see Wimbush connect with Mac. I was like, hey. Pfft. There you go. You know, if you're reading recruiting mags three years ago, you would have thought you'd seen that a hundred yeah. times. Alternate reality. Yeah. Right? What could what could have been? Right. You know? Back just to just to circle back around one direction I was going earlier with with the Alabama thing and just how it's surgical and, and the playoff. You know, it's not. I have no expectation of success. I guess at this point, it, but I was a direction I was going. I want to throw this back to you. Wouldn't it be cool? Do you think that frees you up to just enjoy it more rather than being so anxious and 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 it puckered up about you know like we have to win whatever? It's just like hey, we're not going to win, so just go out and do whatever the hell you want. Don't you think that would make it more fun? And if Notre Dame did beat Alabama, dude, it would be one of the biggest. Yeah. Up, upsets well, in college football history. I mean, it's insane, right? If, if anybody beats him, obviously we we mentioned that last week. Other yes. than unless Tua gets hurt and he's been gimpy the last yeah. three weeks, and I don't want to see the team do that. The team has no choice but to act as if you no, know they have I the mean, best I'm chance. Just saying for us as a fan, totally. And what the thing that I've I've really started to become interested on, and this isn't really defeatist. It's just like, look, Alabama's gonna be there. Let's put the smart money on Alabama being in the championship. We'll deal. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I've become very interested in who Notre Dame might play in the first game. And if the rankings that have come out the last couple of weeks are an indication, it would be Clemson. But if here's it's the funny anybody thing. besides Clemson or Alabama, I would be juiced. Because yeah. I think Notre Dame can beat anybody not named Clemson or Alabama. I agree. I agree. And West and, Virginia would be tough because they what? launch they launch points. Yeah. And if Notre Dame does play Clemson, well, that's the best you're going to get. You're probably going to have to do the uh, 12-year-old self version of you sitting on the living room floor just believing that it's no, going to work. That's the thing. There's, I don't want to see Notre Dame play Michigan, but I'm really interested in in them in the playoff environment because they do get one shot that's not going to be the Alabama death bucket. They get one shot, even if it's Clemson. I think it's fair to say the first game of the playoff, Notre Dame gets a shot to get back to that final game. And I think that it'll be really interesting to see that that first playoff Teams that have had success in the playoffs were coming off of 10-win seasons, which Notre Dame is coming off a 10-win season in 2017. Yeah. There's a couple of teams that went to the playoff that did not, and this has been probably a year since I've done this research, but there were two teams, I think, that went yeah, to... Washington and Michigan State. Yeah, they, both and they both went both got to the playoff without winning 10, having a 10-win season prior to that, and I think they both lost 38 nothing or something yeah. to that. You know, what their average score was 35-3 to at the hands of... Those were death bucket games. Yeah. You, Sparty fan, went in thinking, hey, we're in the playoff. You know, here you well, go. Well, I think it's fair to say... I, I think it's Mac. fair to say that Notre Dame is equipped, and I go back to the point you made about Mack and Wimbush. If, when those they, other guys have to come in... They, They've been there. They, They've played in these games, and they've if, been around. If Notre Dame put everything together, out, I mean, out coach, you can't have any of this Brian Polian bullshit here, giving up, you know, punt returns and, and getting kicks blocked and, yeah. you know, none of that goofy shit. You can't do any of that. Well, and if Chip Long and, and Clark Lee put their, you know, put their big boy pants on yeah. and go, I mean, it, it, it could be epic. You, you would see a game, for Notre Dame to win, you would, you would see a game plan and, and execution unlike you've ever seen in the Brian Kelly era. Well, there's no Hands doubt. Hands down. There's no Hands doubt. Hands down. Yeah. No, there's no reason to believe that they're going to do it. 
Yeah. I mean, there's no evidence to prove that they can. Um, and that, but you know, but every one of those people that you mentioned, except maybe they got it all got it. Maybe in Brian Polian, like they look, all got it in them. Chip Long has had his moments, right? Yeah, and absolutely. Clark Lee has had his moments, and even Brian Kelly. I mean, he's had his moments, and each individual player that you need to perform that That's way right. has all That's shown right. that That's they right. could do it. They've all shown they could do it. Ian Book has been on a, a hot streak. Well, they could it, win that kind of so game. Funny but too. Everybody would have to do it. What have we always said? You either need you either need a killer defense or what? Transcendent QB play. And man. guess what? I mean, Ian Book's transcendent QB play this year. He's the most accurate passer. And the defense in the is country. good enough. I mean, look, Oklahoma's defense is not good enough. Speaking of the defense, Notre Dame's defense has allowed 18.7 points this year. Um, they are 15th in the country in that metric. They've scored, Notre Dame scored 34.3. Really quick, don't think about it too long. Fun trivia question. Who has scored the most points against Notre Dame this year? Real quick. Ball State. Wake Forest. And Wake Forest. Wake's, Wake Forest scored 27 yeah. points against Notre yeah. Dame, and that's the most that anybody has scored on Notre Dame this year. Got, I love that stat. They go tempo. Yeah, they, they go, do. They go fast. Well, and there was a lot of garbage happening in that Clawson game. Clawson also used to employ Clark Lee, so he's basically, they're running Elko's defense, who came from Wake. Yeah. So there's a couple of things going on there. I just find it interesting. And, you know, Notre Dame has, oh, geez, what was it? I think that, yeah, they've held six opponents this year under 20 points. That's phenomenal. I mean, yeah. that's great. Yeah. The, and even the, the Pittsburgh game, there's a lot of hand-wringing. Pittsburgh scored four, 14 points against Notre Dame. You know, yes, they had a, they had a great game plan to slow down Notre Dame's offense, but the defense has not had... Did Pitt run a kickback? Pitt had... They had yeah. yeah, so the offense scored seven points because French ran one back. So you look at Notre Dame's defense and it's like the most... They haven't even been scored on by four touchdowns by anybody and the closest yeah, team but, that got there was Wake. I mean... Yes, I know, but listen, let's also look at the level of competition. I mean, now Stanford is impressive, but... Uh, what I don't want to do is... They beat a playoff team in Michigan, which everybody likes to just throw away because it was the first game of the year. Like, that was the same guys. I mean, that's a good team. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I'm i with you. I don't want to get The it. pundits are. At least I, the pundits are like, well, well that was so get, long ago. I don't ago. want to get in the minutiae of that, but I mean, like, can, can I mean, if you want to be intellectually, can you know, I, but like, look at Shea Patterson's first fucking start for Michigan ever, right? I mean... This is That's the first, true. The first game ever that the guy started. Yeah. No, I agree. And Syracuse is a great look. They're going to be a great metric here because, or a great measuring stick. Syracuse is scoring forty four point four points here, a game. Here, here's here's the deal. I just don't want to get into that game of look at what they've done because that's what happened in 2012. That's what sets up the death bucket scenario. No, at this point in 2012, they haven't even allowed a rushing touchdown yet. You know, you know? so yeah, you can't go that way. I'm just saying no, the listed. defense is not like lucky this year, right? I mean, they're they've been a consistent. Absolutely. We allow 17 points a Abs game. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And the offense has to do their job. I feel like the baseline, this house is built on defense, right? That's the baseline for me. The offense has been the variable factor this year. The defense has, has put out, you know, they've allowed 18.7, and it, there's not a lot of amplitude in those anomaly waves, okay? But the offense has scored 22. The offense has scored 56, you know? So the offense is really where you see that variability week in and week out. But let's move on to Syracuse, who we certainly dispatched with Florida State at well, this and point. I, and, I, and I think that, you know, as it relates to the defense, um, 
I think I think how they perform against Syracuse is probably a better metric than almost any of the other games. Well, and it could be. Think? I mean, yes. Look at the look at the point totals here. You guys and I, Syracuse hasn't played a lot of great competition, but let's just rattle off their point totals: 55, 62, 30, 51, 23. Oh, by the way, that was against Clemson. Again, they lost by four points. 37 and a loss, 40, 51, 41, 54. This team can score points. They can score. They, they can they've score. scored the seventh, you know, they're ranked seventh in the country in points scored. Um, the funny thing about this is Notre Dame, because of this goof, goofball ACC stuff, Notre Dame and Syracuse have three common opponents, and, and Syracuse beat Florida State by 23, right? So they, they handled business there. They lost to Pittsburgh, but they beat Wake by 17. Now, Notre Dame beats all those margins, but Syracuse is able to score points. And here's the craziest thing to me. They're really similar to Notre Dame. Their offense is... They're like a poor man's version of Notre Dame. They're very balanced. Their quarterback is he's not as accurate as Book, Dungy, but um, he's a 14-touchdown, five-interception guy. He's 60%. Uh, their running back, Mo Neal, has 119 carries, 716 yards, and five TDs. His carries and yards are pretty similar to Dexter, but he only has half as many touchdowns, right? So Notre Dame guys are just more electric, but they have the same kind of thing. They got this marquee back. They got a pretty good uh, quarterback, and they're very balanced offense to defense. Neither one of their offense or defense, you know, season stats is like in the top ten or whatever. They're like forty and forty ranked, but yet those two things combined, they're seventh in the country scoring points. So this. I think it's fair to say this could be Notre Dame's toughest defensive test. Well, look, you know, which is no, kind of weird. Yeah, it is. That's but weird I to mean, say. It is, but if if we're saying Notre Dame's defense has a hell of a lot better shutting down their offense than their defense has shutting down Notre Dame's offense. No, I agree. I agree with that. You know, I mean, and that's what the thing is. I'll say it. Look, I'll say it this way. Here's my hot take for this game. The number one hot thing. Takes. The number one thing that concerns me about this game: a that it's in a baseball stadium, which I'm getting sick of. B, Notre Dame's jerseys for the second week in a row are going to look like garbage. And C... Did you like the green jerseys? Here, here's my problem with the green jerseys. They would have been so tight if the numbers were white or if yellow. If they were white. Yeah. And they had white the socks. Blue. Yeah. Dude, there was color would, on color if, crime if they, happening. If they would have just, just, oh my just gosh. taken one step to the left towards the, the 2007... 1977 throwback yeah, jersey. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's With the thing just about white Notre yellow Dame. numbers, white yellow ringer socks. Look, oh, no, no, Notre Dame's colors are blue and gold. Okay, and Notre Dame's basketball team has completely jumped the shark with some mustard yellow bull crap and black and all this other stuff. Now, Until you go full out Baylor highlighter. That, that's, now that's, all that's, of us, <laughs> all of us Notre Dame fans are more than willing to say Kelly Green is like the spirit color, so to speak, of Notre Dame. Right? The traditional colors are navy and gold and then the spirit color of notre dame is kelly green as i see it you can implement said spirit color on special occasions such as shamrock series and senior bowls and you know whatever but here's what you can't do you can't take the traditional primary color and the spirit color at the same time (laughs) the beat because and the course right at the same same time i really hope somebody out there knows what that is that's the way my six-year-old colors okay let's take multiple primary colors and put them on the same page i don't want to belabor the fashion point here but like either do something with blue and gold or do something with kelly green and i'm not even i'm even going to let you do something with the pants with the kelly green if you want to because it gives you that retro 70s look but the blue killed it the Navy killed it, you know. If they had white socks and white numbers, 
even if it was blue, like a little piping. Yeah, yeah, just like a yellow number with a blue outline the, the, and then the yellow blue outside socks, of that, whatever. The blue yeah. socks, it was just like, oh my gosh, this is an assault, right? I mean, you got three, this three isn't primary colors. This is yeah. an affront. Well, listen, that was a hot take, Martin. And, Thank you. And anybody who wants to dispute your hot take should contact you at ND McFly. You have 941 followers. Dude, I'm gaining this year. You, I started this year at like 810. If That's no, a lot if proportionally. If this Notre is a Dame lot of followers. wins the title. Yeah, and, and I don't have 1,000 followers. And you reach 1,000 followers. At the exact same time? Yes. The rapture? Which one would have is, taken longer? Which one which is one? more important to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have the followers. How old are you? Care about it would game. have taken 33 <laughs> years. to how, how many? It would have taken how long to win a national championship? Okay, well, 30 years. 30, 30 years, years to win seven. a title and 37 years to get to 1,000 followers. Exactly, exactly. Oh, geez. I was seven when they won the title. I'm 37 now. Happy um, birthday, by the way. Thank you very much. Just just rolled over the birthday. So, hey, man, this is crazy. Notre Dame doesn't get past my birthday undefeated very often. No, okay? that's true. Okay, and true. again, look, why, why do we... Team rankings gives them a 52.9% chance of going undefeated. That yeah. seems kind of low, doesn't it? <laughs> Dude, it, yeah, other than the fact that when you started talking about it, it was like 14%. Yeah, yeah. Here's the... F- here, here, let me have a couple parting there's shots here, because I feel like we've just... There's an 8.5% chance that they lose the next two games. There, that's... Per there's team, no way. PerTeamRankings.com. There's no... Although, I would say if they lost to Syracuse, the likelihood that they lose to USC quadruples. No. Just because of the... Just because of the emotional yeah. letdown. No, the make, highest probability left, though, on the board is 12 and 0. Sure. Sure. No, which is fantastic. It's fantastic. Here, here's my final takes, because, you know, just look, we're all just waiting for, for Here, resolution. Here, here's final takes, folks. At ND McFly on final Twitter. Takes. At ND McFly. So we don't Go ramble. follow him. First of all, those uniforms were garbage. If you made them white, that would have been fine. Okay. The pinstripe. The numbers. The numbers, the, the numbers should have yeah. been white. Okay. It was, it, was a, it was a slightly more conservative version of the Fenway. Of the Fenway jersey, it was a, it was a, go look at the Fenway Shamrock series jersey. Yeah. It was a clear knockoff, nice. minus the little stripey shit on the on the shoulders. Nice segue. All right, baseball stadium, two teams on the same womp, side. Womp. Some portable light rig with a generator. We're like, who was that? Like, uh, was you're out of here. Gosh, who was it in the corner? Like, couldn't even see the ball in the corner post or the corner fade route because there's like this fake. Like the baseball lights aren't oriented the way they need to be on the foot. That game was terrible. Don't even get me started that on that fair. game against that Boston. Fe- that, that was the Fenway game against BC. Yeah, that game was. Gar- oh gosh, that game was terrible. Okay, so here's my hot take. I didn't like the jerseys this week. I'm not gonna like the jerseys <laughs> next week. I don't like. The- oh, I forgot about the pinstripe jerseys that they're gonna. Oh my Dude, god, this is back to back. It's like Lady Gaga, you know, like we're wearing a meat suit and then you follow it up with like you know with a vagina hat. Who I knows mean- what she's wearing next week? It's like just just wear jeans. <laughs> Like give it a week, <laughs> give it one week for, for so I can uh, cleanse my palate. This is Swar- was it Swarbrick's folly? What we got to think of a name for this uniform here? What? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> dude. I had a you know, it's like Gucci or something. Gucci Swarbrick. I don't, dude. Some of this stuff is just beyond the pale. But anyway, uniforms this week, garbage. Uniforms next week, garbage. East Coast travel. Baseball stadium, 2.30 start time. Don't like, don't yeah. like, and don't like. It's not a killer that they go to the East Coast. It's not that far. The fact that it's in, in the baseball Dude, stadium. This is, this is prime Nor'easter I'm, season. I'm over it. it. You know, it's stupid. Now, here's the, the slight 
silver lining there is that maybe Syracuse isn't as used to it as you would think being being a New York team because you they know play they play in a dome. Yep. Um, but I don't like the fact because anything in the stadium that's goofy, if it's tight, if they can't run, you know, the guys can't feel aggressive because the wall's right there. I don't like any was, of that. What was was the Fenway game the one where they were holding up the blankets because the teams were both on the same yes. sideline? Yes. That I was mean, fucking listen, weird. Dude, first of all, it's bad enough in here. Okay. Wait, wait. Let's just do takes for the rest of the night. I hate in football where guys cover their mouth did, for the plays. Did they play in a game too where oh they could only use one end zone when you scored a touchdown you had to go to the other side no, like at St. Charles? That's Turkey Bowl. That's Turkey Bowl. They probably did. They probably did. I wouldn't be surprised if Yankee Stadium only the guys that are under 150 pounds can run the ball. I'm sick of this <laughs> they crap. They got black axes. They got black axes for yeah, this game. Yeah, say what you will about <laughs> Swarbrick and all this like, oh, the, his little comment about whether or not they should be in a conference in the Shamrock series. He, this is the reason why I don't like the Shamrock series. This stadium is not designed for football. Okay, I don't know if they're on the same sideline. I don't think that that's going to happen, but that was ridiculous. Being on the same sideline, holding up the sheet. I think it was Northwestern playing in a a, uh, game at Wrigley where they could only use one end zone. Like it was too close in the other end zone. So when you went to go, if you were going to go for two, you had to basically go to the other side. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you got to run down to the other side. Yeah, because it like somebody built the soccer field and in, in where the you know the drainage swale is or whatever. Like, yeah, we've all played on a field like that when we were in fifth grade. It wasn't really a problem, but the fact that somebody's dropping 190 bucks and who knows what they're going to pay for parking for that game, and they get to watch the team trot all the way down to the other because well, because those east end zones really muddy. You know what I mean? Because somebody didn't crown the field correctly because it's CYO. It's gonna be terrible i don't like it i don't like the uniforms i'm afraid of the 230 i'm afraid of this game not being hype enough yeah and you know a lot of people have knocked how many night games notre dame has played and i'll give them that they've played a lot don't of night you games. think the guys would be uh, hyped lot. just to come out in those in their in the pajamas dude come <laughs> on man come, yeah recruits love it martin the recruits love it what recruits love it what who loves it you know what i mean like this is this is totally pandering to somebody and there's some sort of weird there's some sort of a weird cross wiring in somebody's brain about notre dame football with baseball and i get that they both go back to a time of yore and i get that the new york yankees have been around and baseball is america's pastime but there's this wire crossing of notre dame football and baseball that i don't understand yeah i don't understand cracker jacks and yeah peanuts and keeping score and, and pissing and, in a trough <laughs> you know because the stadium's 100 years old like you see that honey we got a 50 cent piece i know time has advanced it's <laughs> let's like let's go buy some more bonds listen to, yeah listen Listen to the game with Grandpappy on the radio, you know. And it's I like just, I like the old timey Notre Dame stuff. I I I like it too because there was like six teams that existed in America back then: the Yankees, you know, and it was like the New York Giants, the baseball team, you know, and Notre Dame and Michigan and Stanford, and like that was it. I understand, I get it, but I'm like, we don't have to completely recreate that environment. You know what I mean? Like nobody needs to get polio just because we're playing <laughs> against in Yankee Stadium. Like let's modernize. Let's play in an actual football stadium and what about a sticker like can we have like a pinstripe sticker or maybe the gloves like start small 
You know, if you pinstripes are not to be trifled with, dude, it's like you took nitroglycerin and the first thing you decide to do is fill up a box truck full of it. Like this is, this is, this isn't a big thing for fashion. You can't just lace the entire outfit with pinstripes. Dude, that was just mind blowing. Like you can't, you got to be very delicate. Like how about a, how about a touch point, you know, like an accent, a pinstripe accent. A a pinstripe patch. (sighs) A pinstripe patch. Exactly. How about put it on the ticket stub for one year, see how the fans react, and then maybe we could put it on the bottom of a cleat. You know what I mean? No, let's just put the whole thing, whole thing in pinstripes. You know, just, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, just, so I'm, I don't think any of that stuff's going to find its way into the actual game, but that's, that's how, the how real. How could you not be hype? That's the real to, fine to point. Wear, to wear a uniform like well, that. Well, it's like, dude, I'm telling you, you know the footage. Here's the other thing. There's going to be some sort of little file footage package at the beginning of that game where it's like Joe DiMaggio. Some, yeah, you know, Luke Gehrig and Babe Ruth were at the uh, Notre Dame USC game, right? Back in yeah, the- exactly. So it's going to show those guys. And again, it's going to try to like mash up these two American things in a way that just doesn't need to happen. Yeah. It just doesn't have to happen. You know what I mean? And Notre Dame Stadium, more power to them. They've modernized in a way that kind of tipped its cap to the old timey, but also recognized that at some point... You know the light board needs to not use sixty thousand watts. Like let's let's use some LEDs and you know let's actually put up you know some suites and all that kind of stuff. And I like what they've done with Notre Dame Stadium. I think the outside of it looks a little weird, but overall I like what they've done. They've modernized. Same thing they've done with the program. It's fine. But this this game, this I, I just don't get it. I don't get the Shamrock. None of it. None of it. Don't make, they, it doesn't make any sense to me. If they lose, people are going to be up Swarbrick's ass. <laughs> Well, that's the, that's the easy smoking gun, don't you think? Yeah. You took us to a state, you know what I mean? We lost because the field's only 43 and a half yards wide or whatever it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, like uphill on one side. Don't you remember the last <laughs> time this happened? Don't you remember when Notre Dame played against Rutgers in the bowl game and the guys are like falling all what over the place? What do you mean place? do I remember when Notre Dame played Rutgers? It was a <laughs> fucking Do you see my shirt? Pinstripe bowl, dude. <laughs> do you 2013. S- Pinstripe Do you Bowl see the commemorative Dick, shirt that vac- I'm wearing? That the biggest travesty in in modern history is vacating that Pinstripe Bowl. We vacated the bowl win. Oh, no, you remember vaca- the a Pinstripe Bowl win? Do you remember the guys falling all over the field? Right, like it's not a football field; it's a baseball field. And like, put some sod over the dirt part or whatever. And there's guys like slipping and falling all over Do the place. Like, TJ the, Jones, the, the, is two, like, the two coaches that won the pinstripe bowl bef- before Brian Kelly both went to the NFL. Joe Torrey, oh, um, uh, coach from Syracuse, maybe I don't know. Whatever it was, there were two head coaches that both won the pinstripe bowl and both went to the NFL. Wow, I didn't know that. I'm sure that's why Brian Kelly was trying to, to uh, reach su- such a summit. That could have th- that could have been. I don't know. Let's get out of here. This is nonsense. Batter up. This is nonsense. Hey, welcome, fan. Yeah, dude, you have, you have like an organ soundbite. I'm gonna go to the game with my son, and we're gonna keep score in the book. And you know what I mean? Like we're gonna. You're like, Dad, is it halftime yet? You're like, it's the seventh inning stretch, son. Yeah, I know. Right, right, exactly. Dad, can I bring my ball glove to the game? I mean, that's right. 
you know, and I, I look, wonder, I wonder if little kids bring receiver, like one receiver glove and just wait to catch like a, a straight yeah, pass. Yeah. No, here's what I hope. I hope there's some dirty smudge face street kid that gets to watch this game through like two fence posts that are falling apart. Like back in the day. Kind of newsboy cap yeah, on. Yeah, back in the day of the Bronx. Come here, come here. You can see the game. You can see the game. You know, like there's a fence. It's like they pulled it to the side, right? Like don't tell anybody. It's the neighborhood secret. You can see like the left part of Joe DiMaggio's butt if you you know if you look through the fence, right? That, yeah, that's that's what this game is. What are we doing? What what's the infatuation with with New York and baseball? And I just don't hey. get it. I just don't get it, man. You know what? I like your idea. I'd rather play Wisconsin. I'd rather play them at Lambeau. Go to somewhere that well, actually has are. a football I mean, heritage. They are. they are playing them there. They're playing at Lambeau? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I would have preferred the game to be at Madison, but yeah, I think, hey, that's at least kind of well, cool. Well, yeah, but again, like that's something that but has the re- a football But the return game's at Soldier Field, and I mean, I just feel like if you're... Mm, yeah. I've heard Madison's insane. I would love to go to a game yeah, there. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I'm sure that'd Wisconsin cool. fans would travel a la Jordan. <laughs> Maybe that's why Notre Dame's doing it, to be honest, because they don't want to see Wisconsin fans infiltrate Notre Dame Stadium the way that Georgia and Nebraska and everybody else does. Well, look, you, I mean, Madison, I don't know how far it is from Chicago, but they're going to be able to infiltrate Soldier Field, too. Yeah, it's oh, not yeah. like that's a no, that's, no, a, that's no a lot more homey. Yeah, you know, that's no, a lot easier for, sure. for them than Notre Dame people going to going to Green Bay, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, it's it ain't that ain't that bad I mean, yeah it's, it's three hours whatever these Four neutral hours. site things need to stop the gimmicky uniforms need to stop I, somebody said out there look have one alternate uniform per year and yeah. do it on senior senior day and i like that idea where it's not a gimmick it's not a surprise thing have one alternate Th- throwbacks are better than all a throwback a throw yes a throwback right use the spirit green yeah. do it on senior day that's our day go and then pick every- a season when notre dame was worth a shit and then and do a throwback to one of those jerseys sure yeah maybe the shamrock on the helmet whatever but like don't or a patch yeah but if it's like <laughs> we're playing against army let's actually wear a flak jacket you know and and change let's change the helmet to the canvas covered thing it's Listen, too much. If, it's way too much. My final final comments. <laughs> if they're playing in Yankees jerseys in Yankee Stadium, damn it, they should make Brian Kelly wear one of those fucking uniforms like a general Absolutely manager. He Roll his jolly ass out there in some pinstripes too. Let's I want Brian Kelly. Happen. I want Brian Kelly leaning on the railing. I want <laughs> a mouth <laughs> mouthful of bubble gum. Like I want his left cheek looking like Terry Francona. Like the dude has like a baseball full of big league chew and dip in his mouth, right? And then and then if Ian Book screws up, I want him going over to the phone and I want him calling Wimbush in via the bullpen phone. And I want Wimbush to be able to go out and he gets about seven or eight warm-up passes and there's like a nice commercial break you know what i mean he gets the warm-up he's the new guy he comes in it's just totally like what baseball would be you know jake the diamond dog is gonna be there (laughs) did you know that (laughs) i can't wait man just oh gosh this has got to stop this baseball thing's got as anybody out there could probably tell i don't really follow baseball i'm not really a baseball guy uh, you know, but I, I just don't like this mashup. And that's the only thing about this game that makes me nervous. Syracuse can score a lot of points. I think Notre Dame is situated just fine. I they think they can score a lot of runs. They got their eyes on the prize. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're a high scoring team, right? They're leading the AL Central right now. <laughs> um, Notre Dame's got their eyes on the prize. I do think Notre Dame's going to win. The 230, Notre Dame has had a lot of like prime time. Even though it was Florida State, they've had a lot of 
big under yeah. the lights, big games, national, blah blah blah. And now it's kind of like even though Syracuse is good, you know, and this is this game has some some goofy shtick to it. It's still at two thirty. You can't change the fact that it's two thirty. And if you've ever been to New York, you can't even get anywhere by two thirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So half the people probably won't even be there by then. You know, and then when they do show up, they're going to be irate oh, because of popcorn. Because like of popcorn costs twenty nine dollars. So. Exactly, same thing. So there you go. Okay, that's as many hot takes as that, I could possibly the hottest give. Takes, hottest takes possible for for your fashion advice. Follow Indy McFly at Indy McFly on Twitter. I am Irish Tightness at Irish Tightness. Show handle at Indy Fan Radio. Always find us on the wonderful website OneFootDown OneFootDown.com. Part of the SB Nation family of blogs. We are Indy Fan Radio. We'll see you.